Hey guys, what's going on? Yeah, finally here, recording the intro from the Creative Me Podcast Studio at the Anatomy Rooms. So yeah, this chat is with Emma Stubbs. If you remember, I spoke to her earlier this year. That would have been episode 9 of the podcast. So this is kind of like a revisited chat, um, just to catch up with Emma and see how she's doing. Um, also kind of discuss like, you know, um, her kind of new kind of creative projects that she's kind of been up to since we last caught up with each other. So yeah, I really enjoyed kind of Emma and, you know, her kind of approach to kind of her creative practice. You know, she kind of is really positive in life in general and has a really good approach to what she does. So um, yeah, um, I think it's kind of going to be an interesting kind of next few weeks, months from like recording from this studio space at the anatomy room so i'm really looking forward to seeing you guys reactions to the chats that we have and also some kind of familiar guests um, coming back on for a little ramble so i hope you guys enjoy this episode and i'll catch you at the end Hello and welcome to the Create Me podcast with your host, Ike Headlam. Yeah, this is going to be kind of like, um, I've mentioned some posts on like Instagram and the Instagram stories that we're going to kind of have a revisit of some previous guests and I'm actually at the house of um, Emma Stubbs. I can't remember your episode now, it's really, that's really oh, nice, isn't um, it? Early. Yeah, early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the episode was early, definitely it was early, it was in February, I think, that we had a kind yes, of a chat. Mm, don't know, yes, some, some time ago yeah, anyway. Yeah, yes. and I remember actually that episode, I think it was a very great chat, but then I think the main kind of, not complaint, but people saying that, oh, I can hear the person you interviewed, but I can't really hear you. So hopefully with this mic now we have here that we can kind of yes, get... Yes, yeah. Get him, hear me a bit more. So like, <laughs> egotistical, here, isn't it? Yeah, come on, I can speak yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, like, um, so like, how has you know, okay, since that I was kind of interview, interviewed you, how has like you know things been for you in terms of like your kind of work, like creative practice in Aberdeen and stuff as well? What's what's kind of been happening? Yeah, it's it's been fairly quiet for me on a sort of public level. Yeah. Um. As you'll know from my uh, social media, I'm not very good at keeping up mm-hmm. with that either. So mm-hmm. um, I, I realise that sometimes my people think, oh, there's big gaps here. Yeah. But there is a lot going on in the background. Yeah. I just tend not to share it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a lot of creative exploration. I think last time we spoke, I was looking at doing a, a sort of architectural project. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found that my interest levels and capacity, uh, creative capacity to, to sort of uh, generate the work that I, I sort of had envisaged mm-hmm. was was just a little bit out of uh, my my ability at the moment. Um, yeah. I think I'm, as you know, since my Parkinson's diagnosis, yeah. um, I'm resisting the urge to push through things at the moment, trying okay. to find a more comfortable state, um, be- simply because I know I get days where I can't you know, physically mm-hmm. manage the drawing and things. So yeah. I decided to put that project on the back burner. And what sort of came out of it, just playing around, doing lots of research around it, yeah. was I still wanted to express something about Aberdeen, mm-hmm. the city itself. 
and what sort of came out is is still developing, but <laughs> um, is a, a hand sort of illustrated map, so not really a map in the technical sense, mm. but more a map that expresses partly how I feel in my experience of the okay. city and how I perceive others and things of general interest that are quirky, yeah. you know. Um, so I've taken on doing foot d fitty um, simply because I spent a couple of years when I was growing up there and it's such a contained you know, so it's, it's oh, sort so of. I didn't realise this. You lived in the little. Yes, the, yes. The um, right. Oh, I must have been about six and seven, I right. think. Um, and so I know it sort of with an intimacy and a, mm. a sort of knowledge there. And interestingly, my on my grandmother, uh, on my mum's side, my grandmother and her family came from Fitty. Oh. Um, they were net makers and okay. things originally, anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excuse me, sorry. Mm. And um, so I feel that's quite a strong connection, but mm. also that it was such an ideal project because it's contained. Yeah. You know, it's not just picking a random part of the city mm. or the whole city, which is far too much of an undertaking. So I've been working on that, and I've still been doing my twist of pixels work, my um, yeah. my sort of you know fan art and geek art mm. and things like that. Again, what I find is whilst I've got my Etsy shops and things. People just contact me directly yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and ask me for individual one-off commissions yeah. and things like that. So I think we discussed this last time. Mm. That's how business often comes to me. Yeah. So it's sort of all quiet in the background. So it ticks over that way, yeah. which is peculiar. I don't mm. quite know why that happens, but um, it's obviously just why I <laughs> the energy I attract. <laughs> <you know? laughs> um, so, yeah, it's been quite... I always like... I think like most creatives, I do like a, a challenge. Yeah. But I'm... I'm the sort of person that's taken on quite big challenges in the past. I'm trying to temper that a wee bit um, because obviously there are days if I take on something, there are days I can't work on it or, or whatever. So yeah. I'm, I'm learning yeah. to balance the, the Parkinson's with the creativity. I think that's what's often good. I know, like, um, like not like kind of like we say like behind the scenes, I think we kind of also kind of been kind of just kind of messaging each other and kind of like keen to kind of, <coughs> you know, kind of like get in touch again and also yes. kind of like kind of also kind of like have a kind of restock kind of conversation which is like kind of like you know um how did the like diagnosis of parkinson's kind of like yes follow on that impact on that kind of your creative mm. kind of process and stuff and what if you don't mind kind of sharing what kind of differences are you kind of noticing in terms of actually like, your motivation or like, yeah i mean what's been interesting is when mm. i got my diagnosis mm. as i think i said as well it was sort of like oh well that makes a lot of sense yeah suddenly all the weird things I've been experiencing mm -hmm. sort of had a label, I suppose. Yeah. Um, now I'm putting that into a sort of order. Mm -hmm. And I find that, now I know more about the disease as well, which also helps, um, that the, the key features of things like lack of motivation, your apathy, because mm -hmm. it affects the dopamine and it basically means I just, doesn't matter how I, you know, <laughs> I would love to do a million things, but I just don't have the, the push to do it. Yeah. That's quite a challenge because I've always been a really driven person, okay. so it's shifted mm. how I've had to tackle things. Yeah. I've got the physical symptoms, obviously I get tremors, mm. um, and if I put myself under stress or I'm just busy, they Increase. heighten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and as yet I'm not under medication, mm. <clears throat> so I've got nothing to balance them other than my own mental state okay. <laughs> or, or emotional state. Yeah. So that, that's quite interesting. Mm. Most of my work is digital now, mm. so there's tools within the digital 
apps that I use that can help me straighten a line or that sort of thing. Okay, right. So <clears throat> I find that quite quite useful. Yeah. Um, but I do try to stay away from that as well because I think you could become dependent mm -hmm. and I don't want to lose some of my skills. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Um, and the other major symptom is fatigue, is exhaustion, and you don't know when it's going to strike because yeah. it's not, you know, I can have a really, really busy week and be totally fine. And I can have a nice relaxed weekend and not be able to move the next day. Right. It, it's very inconsistent. And that puts, again, it puts block on your creative flow because you, you're sort of mentally going, yeah, right, I'm going to get on. unable to. Yeah, yeah. and you can't will the body mm. into, into action. Um, so it's really a process of not being impatient, which is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> and balancing, yeah. you know, learning to balance mm -hmm. that. I'm very fortunate because obviously I've got a lot of support yeah. to to sort of help me with That's with good. all that, you mm -hmm. know. Um, and it's quite interesting as I've shared more. Mm -hmm. I find people's reactions are really interesting, and yeah. some people are quite fatalistic. Oh, you. That's the end of your career as an artist, mm -hmm. and you know, you get an element of that, and then yeah. you get other people going, "All oh, right, yeah, well, okay." You've always been a bit loopy, so that's fine. <laughs> you know? So you get quite extreme views. Yeah, um, yeah. And I suppose it's just one of those things where you yeah. pick out the dialogue you want to have. Oh, yeah, it, definitely, you know? definitely. And um, you, you mentioned, you know, when we were asking about it, you said, like, you know, you're not on medication just now. Yeah. Is that kind of like a conscious effort not to use the medication? Or is it it's, because... It's a mixture of two I, things. I'm, I'm still in quite early stages, yeah. so they don't tend to encourage. Um, oh, okay, okay. Um, because um, the medication is only effective for a, a certain amount of time, I so we don't want to sort of use yeah, up. Yeah. Um, and there is a large reluctance on my part, mm -hmm. because the sort of interim medication before you get into the heavy-duty mm -hmm. stuff is full of sort of side effects that I would be concerned, actually interesting, that would affect my creativity. Okay. A lot of it's mood altering. Yeah. And I've found before, if I've taken anything that, that um, sort of pacifies, you know, like strong painkillers, yeah. and you sort of lose your sharpness. And, yeah. and I really struggle with that as, a, mm. as an individual. Uh, so I'm reluctant. Also, I do feel, and this is maybe just my take on it, but I don't mind if people notice that i am not got great balance mm -hmm. or, you know, sometimes I do sort of totter around almost as if I'm drunk or whatever, you know, that's quite a common feature with mm -hmm. Parkinson's. And I do, you know, sometimes I get a little bit stuck in place for a few moments. But I don't mind what people say. So, you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not yeah, worried yeah, about yeah. that. And yeah. because I don't work in a conventional workplace, mm -hmm. I don't have colleagues or clients mm -hmm. Who would be uh, what's going what's on, going on yeah. here? Yeah. Or, you know, so I don't have the self-conscious element of you. Right. Like. Okay. Um, and you know, I've, as I say, I've always been considered a bit loopy and, and quite individualistic <laughs> anyway. So I don't yeah. suppose it matters. Yeah. Um, and as as you know, um, I get a lot of support from my family, mm -hmm. and the way we tackle a lot of it is humour yeah. and, and sort of messing around. Is yeah, I, I think, think it's easier for the kids. Yeah, you know. I think. Um, anything you know in a sense of like loss or change in i think this is a way like you know me and my partner mm -hmm. kind of do that as humor yes you know yeah. probably, probably a bit more of a dark sense of humor about things <laughs> but i think like yeah like you kind of mentioned that thinking that is one of that i guess that's kind of one of the key things that kind of pulls you kind of through that yeah. i think some people who probably a bit different might be kind of maybe a bit stuck in that kind of it's you know, yeah it's also interesting when you here, sort of anecdotally with mm. Parkinson's, one of the key things that comes up is a sense of isolation. Yeah. But it's a disease that on the whole affects older people. Mm. 
and they're often in that isolated state no. or heading into that state anyway. Um, I think there's perhaps the advantage of having it younger where yeah. I'm, I'm more out in the world anyway. Um, it's not to say that there are black days, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, as I say, for me, the apathy aspect is quite, quite challenging because yeah. it's, it's difficult then not to turn inward and start mm-hmm. blaming yourself with sort of getting angry and sort of saying, well, you know, come on. Mm-hmm. Get a grip of yourself, but of course it's you know with the best will in the world, it's just not there anymore, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so you know, there's discipline, but yeah. that's everything, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know because I know like obviously when I interviewed you, that's probably like you know still in the kind of throes of kind of winter, and I think for you a lot of things have kind of changed as well. Like yes. you got yeah. engaged. Yes, yes, there's that as well. You know, um, yeah, it's been a nice distraction. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's a lot of things that have shifted mm. uh, in my, you know, sort of in my personal life. And yeah. I think, you know, the theme that came up last time mm. was I've always moved a lot. I've always yeah. had quite a transient yeah. life. And is I suppose, interestingly, a disease that sort of fixes you in place. Mm. It's almost as if I've got an element of that. Mm-hmm. And, and stability yeah. um, has suddenly come to the fore. Um, and, yeah, it's it's quite good. We also got the dog. As oh, well. yeah, dog, yeah. But that was yeah. to detract from the questions about when we got married because we haven't got a date. So oh. everybody was going, When are you going to get a date? Oh, look, we got a dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and everybody went, Oh, <laughs> cute. <laughs> and nobody's asked yeah. since. Because <laughs> right. again, we're not terribly conventional and, and doing the big, the big wedding thing is yeah. not, not the way we would do that. Do you kind of cringe at a thought of all eyes on oh, you? Oh, right. yeah. 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 It's one of the reasons I suppose I'm not that dominant on social media and things yeah. like that. Um, it's I'm not I'm not a shy person, but I don't step into the yeah. stage lights. Yeah, because something yeah. I don't know because like just before like you know um, obviously we're 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 Emma's and her partners and the family's their family house. So, mm-hmm. And you know, <laughs> before we could have a chat, thanks for tea as well. Oh, you're <laughs> welcome. Um, we was having like a chat, and I think I was going to say to you like, oh yeah. You thought about kind of exhibiting your work, but I think you're very kind of comfortable in doing your. It's, your, doing it's something I'd like to do. Okay. I think with the the the, pro, the maps project, yeah. um, because I think they would lend themselves extremely well. Mm-hmm. Everything else is sort of. I, don't, I I suppose I hadn't really thought about it, or don't feel particularly mm. necessary. Yeah. I think, as we discussed previously, you know, in years past, I've, mm. I've done a lot of exhibiting. Yeah. It never makes me very comfortable. There okay. is something that makes yeah. me a little uncomfortable. Yeah. But exposure is important mm. in getting it out there. Yeah. So I'm sort of in that. Let's see what the map project produces, and mm. and, and, and then go look. And go from there. Yeah. I also think there's an audience directly here, whereas some of my other work is more global. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But I think the maps and, and things equating to yeah. Aberdeen and the Shire yeah. will be... I remember you know. like the last time I spoke to you, I think you definitely have that innate kind of passion or feeling just to, just to create and you kind yes. of start and then <laughs> something comes yeah, up don't it. Stop. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. stop. I've kind of noticed that a lot of like um, people who you know who are really creative in Aberdeen and people who have not even interviewed yet, but just had discussions with, they kind of just have this innate need to create and you know and some, oh, yeah. some people might you know keep it personalized to themselves amongst a small group of friends and family some people put their work out there as well so i think you know it's kind of interesting you know from your kind of stance like oh no i would willing to kind of do put the whole map the, um, yes, the map yes. thing out there which i think is really cool 
We then, you know, like, yeah. no, I really like to come. I remember me following that on Instagram as well. On yeah. Well, think, there I've been quite good, and yeah. perhaps it's it's the more pinpointed focus yeah. there. Yeah. And I've been better at sort of updating it because yeah. I feel that there I can take someone along for mm-hmm. the journey. Whereas when I'm doing other work, I think, well, oh, sorry, I just did it. You know, <laughs> you turn around and you've produced something. Sure. You think, oh yeah, I should have done that progress thing. Yeah. And I'm not very good at breaking it down mm. like that. Whereas the map, because I'm going through the journey, yeah. it's almost appropriate to take mm-hmm. take people along. And I've had some really interesting responses. Some people, you know, quite sort of, oh, oh, well, this is this is interesting. And, yeah, and are you, yeah. you know? Today I put up a post sort of saying, well, you know, any thoughts on what I should do next? And, you know, there's some ideas and, you know, uh, there's quite a strong lean to old Aberdeen, but there's also a bit of bit of Tories getting some votes in there. And I, yeah. I've got a soft spot for Tory too. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I think it might be quite nice to do some more unusual places in Aberdeen, mm-hmm. you know. And I, I was thinking about sort of, well, maps where they're not specifically, I mean, Fitty and mm-hmm. old Aberdeen are obvious tourist areas and obvious locations to go to but there's plenty in the city even the ways that I like walking through mm-hmm. there are not the obvious routes but the things of note and beauty yeah. and you know I like the idea of transient things you know going through the parks and knowing that in spring there's certain mm-hmm. certain things in bloom or whatever yeah, yeah. And that sort of intimacy is what I look for when I'm in the city yeah. or or other places as well mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> no, definitely. Yeah, definitely interesting to see kind of where that kind of goes and kind of like you know develops and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think you know, um, bef- like after I kind of interviewed you, there was like the new art stuff, and then also there's always kind of been all these different kind of festivals. Like there was the yes. Spectra, and then there's like you know Look Again and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And like I always kind of ask people, even you know, I'm interviewing them for the first time, or like or just in conversations with people, just like. Where do you think that's kind of going still in Aberdeen in terms of creativity? I think it's always kind of like, at the beginning of the year, I think you know, it's, kind of like, it's always kind of changing and developing yes. and something's always news kind of happening. And, mm-hmm. and I know you may, I remember the kind of comment that you made is like referring to the oil and gas kind of thing. Yes, yeah. You know, yeah, <laughs> and actually yeah. saying like, you said, like, no offence to anyone, but I hope that kind of downturn has kind of continued. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, and yeah. I, I do feel that because I think that's, this, we've got a vibrancy as a result. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wonder, and this is the cynic in mm. me, and having seen things in Aberdeen before, mm. I wonder how long it will last. Yeah, yeah I've, I've heard uh, that from people as well, saying whether it's this kind of like um, a kind of like a photograph, photographic moment of this mm-hmm. kind of like this is a new kind of fad and this is okay, and then something yeah. else will maybe replace I, I, that. I worry. Um, on one level, mm-hmm. I, I look at all the beautiful street art. I mean, we've got some amazing pieces yeah, at the moment. Yeah. And it's wonderful because I benefit daily from, from things, mm-hmm. you know. And I look and I think, oh, you know, when when comes the moment when somebody says, oh, we, uh, we need to clean all this up. And, you yeah. know, back goes the yeah. grey painted doors. And, and yeah. then, I, I, you know, I, I live in a little bit of sort of, oh, but then maybe... Maybe that's the point. Maybe art, in this sense, is a transient mm-hmm. moment. And maybe... Maybe it won't. Yeah. Maybe the people of Aberdeen will say, no, actually, this is part of us now. We want this. Yeah. Um, only time will tell. And, yeah, and art can always be recreated. I mean, I'm not precious about my work yeah. in terms of, you know, I'm quite happily chuck it away or give it away. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I'm, I don't hold on to that sort of thing. There's always more. I know I can produce more. There's yeah. always more. Mm-hmm. So maybe we should look at public art, enjoy it while it's there mm. and see what happens, you know, yeah. create more. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's definitely kind of like interesting. I think like I know like the the council put out a document like the ten year 
creativity, comment, the cultural strategy. Oh, yes, yeah. As well, and I haven't even read it, so I can't really kind of make a full comment on it as mm-hmm. well. But it's kind of like, um, it'd be interesting when I do kind of have to read Have you had a read over? I haven't, no. no, it, it, no. I think for them to kind of put out something saying this is what we want to do for 10 years, I'm kind of curious about wondering who they're going to kind of engage with, who, what, yes. on what level would it be on that kind of corporate, kind of through local authority level, would it be actually people uh, out and about in the communities and doing stuff? Mm-hmm. You know, I hope it is about a mix of both. It maybe. would be nice to see a lot of community-based start. Yeah, I think yeah. Aberdeen and certainly, you know, we're very fortunate in mm. the centre. Obviously, I live straight in the centre, so as I say, I've got access daily to quite a lot of art. Yeah. It's nice to think and hope that that would stretch out further out to the boundaries of the mm. city on, and, of course, into the Shire, but where, and more community-based, as I said to you before we came on, the my daughter's school, mm. you know, the, the schools all have murals, and I know that there's, um, they're looking at Victoria Road, way to is it to buy okay. Victoria Road School to make it into an okay. art collective? Right. Or there's, there's a some project. Yeah, there's a collective there. And, uh-huh. um, and yeah. it's interesting because, uh, you know, a lot of the primary schools are getting, you know, murals inside. A lot mm-hmm. of artists are volunteering to do that. Mm-hmm. But I would love to see more of, you know, we've got the public park just along the road mm-hmm. there, Mon Accord Park, and, and there's opportunities there for mm-hmm. some beautiful public art, you know, street art and yeah. things like that. But you're not quite seeing it filter into those areas yet. Yeah, it's sort yeah. of, oh, it's so Okay, you can do it on a disused door or, you know, round the corner, you know, yeah. under a pass or something, yeah. but we're not quite brave enough to. Yeah. And yeah. I know there's some big prominent pieces. We're mm. very lucky with the um, market, the Aberdeen market, yeah. you know. Yeah. I was amazed when, they, <laughs> when yeah. that went up because mm. I thought, wow, okay, that, that's commitment. Yeah. yeah, you see, it's definitely commitment. You see a way of that someone, whoever kind of makes the decision, the people kind of move forward and realise and all. You know, I remember it was like, I think it was like in 2013, and I was at work, and then I think I mentioned this before on previous podcasts, and everyone kind of laughed about, you know, Aberdeen putting in a bid for the city of culture, mm-hmm. you know, and then people was kind of like, really, you know, come on. <laughs> I'm not know. smirking. Yeah, yeah, you're definitely not smirking. <laughs> and I think, you know, as, I think, you know, probably give it a few more years, you know, the, the art gallery opening next year, and mm-hmm. obviously you've got the new art stuff happening, and, and there's all these other kind of, there's a lot of actually like local collectives in Aberdeen as well, and yeah. are people doing stuff that I want to and kind of. There's, yeah, there's yeah. lovely spaces as well, you mm-hmm. know, there's, as you know, food story and things, they've yeah. just opened it upstairs, I think, where they're showing people's art. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more of that because mm-hmm. there's a lot of independent cafes and businesses, mm-hmm. which is absolutely fantastic. Again, yeah. Aberdeen's benefiting mm-hmm. in that way yeah. for for small entrepreneurial businesses to, mm-hmm. to sort of, you know, start up and, yeah. and get support. Again, local people are very, very supportive of this sort of yeah. thing. They like to see their own people doing really well. Oh, yeah, You definitely. know, and that's community. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and as I say, it's nice to see it trickle into the schools. It's it's nice to sort of get yeah. a sense that this I, is. You I know. think more or less. Uh, I remember I kind of always kind of refer to this as well. So people are going to probably yawn to hear me say this again. <laughs> but it's like um, I've always kind of obviously because of the nature of my work as well. I've always kind of felt like the communities I work with are the ones that are kind of almost seem to kind of get left out. I remember actually yes. just in the summertime, me and a colleague was working with a couple of young kids and. We went to the Maritime Museum and then we saw some actually some of like the painted door stuff and some mm-hmm. of the art stuff and they were like, oh, we didn't think you could do this. I this is legal. It's like, oh no, and stuff. And thinking like, okay, like, yeah, you know, somebody, some the young people are very captivated by this kind of mm-hmm. you know stuff and it's happening in their city because they live, you know, when you're in your own area, you yes. play on your bike in your own area. You don't think like, I'm gonna go all the way to town on my bike and go and look at the stuff. But yes. my kind of, you know, 
wish or hope is that you know those kind of communities where there's areas of deprivation or people are really kind of struggling on the breadline they're engaged totally with this stuff you know, so and that, I, yeah. I think it's really important I think it's important to to these communities on multiple levels mm-hmm. as well mm-hmm. it's inspirational it's it's relief from some of the the ugliness and the, mm. the, the, the discomfort that, that these people have in their sort of aesthetic. Mm. Often, unfortunately, the buildings in these places are, are not nice yeah. and things, you know. And an opportunity, again, community-led, to, to put in place art mm. and gardens and yeah, things like that, you yeah. know, all these sorts of projects, I think is it's our duty mm-hmm. to make a city whole. So the centres, all cities have this in Britain, where you've got often very beautiful centres, mm-hmm. but the outlying areas are neglected. Yeah, and yeah. it is neglect, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's lack of community, it's lack of care. I think as well, it's, it's from that, I'm um, sorry to interrupt you, I think yeah, it's yeah. like on, even from that, you know, where the local authority has influence, even in the city, and they can actually maintain those buildings out there yes. in the high rise as well. So you think, well, why are they kind of neglected? Uh-huh. And many times if I'm kind of doing my work and you go into like a, a building block, you're thinking, oh, there's like rubbish in there or something mm-hmm. like that. You're like, well, yeah, you know, if you, you know, if these places were kind of maintained, and you, I can't always call ownership of people that live there as well, but, you know, even the city centre, thinking, oh, okay, it's kind of like nicely maintained and, you know, yes. and, you know and that. Yeah, like, I think there is a ghettoisation. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and, and I'm personally think that local authority mm. you know they at least need to lead by example oh yeah and, yeah, and that's yeah. part of the problem mm. and you know well as you say you can't you can't judge how people behave mm. and but usually especially if you look at the research and things usually when you get community mm. involved these things are maintained, protected, yeah. and developed, yeah. you know. And people are not... They want to live yeah. in nice places. Yeah, yeah, Everybody absolutely. wants the best for their children mm. and, you know, these, this sort of thing. Whatever mess they might be in, as mm. you know from your work. Yeah. You know, and, and that's... People lose sight of that, mm. you know. And then, and then there's this sort of blanket classification. Oh, well, you know, what do they yeah, know? Or, you yeah, know, all that yeah. nonsense. It's all the judgment that comes yeah. around that. And I think it's it's really important, and perhaps art and and other creative forms are, are one of the best ways to move mm-hmm. move that judgment mm-hmm. away. Um, and it's a bit, you know, poverty is not a d- dirty word. It's it's mm-hmm. it's our responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we've made this mm-hmm. happen, um, and it's maybe complex to undo, but we can certainly make it a more palatable <laughs> scenario, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it is a sort of societal duty, but mm-hmm. certainly creatives perhaps can, can lead the way mm-hmm. and do very often as well, yeah. you know. And, mm-hmm. and perhaps that's what we're seeing a little bit in in Aberdeen is that people are going, oh, we're running out of wall space, well, where else can we paint? You know, yeah, isn't that exciting? Yeah, because I know there's stuff up at the Bridge of Dawn and things yeah, being done. And, yeah. You know, I think that's what, at the moment, is very stimulating. Mm-hmm how long that momentum carries on. Yeah, I think, it's down, I think yeah. it's down to kind of us, you know, as like, if like for me, I'm kind of passionate about anyone that's doing anything kind of creative and, and you know, express themselves, but also kind of like in a city that I've adopted as my like, you know, second home. Mm-hmm. That I, I really kind of like, you know, value those people that are, and they're doing something yes. and they're even just like the community ga- engagement or they're kind of like doing something individually and having like an exhibition. Because mm-hmm. when I first came here, like I've said like many times before, like, you do kind of you do get a kind of bit of a funk with Aberdeen of like oh nothing ever happens there. Mm-hmm. Hence why I kind of constantly kind of post stuff on the Facebook and yes, like, yes. Instagram to kind of get people like yeah, remind people yeah. that there are there are things happening. Yeah. Yeah, and I think like I think I did ask you. I don't know if I asked you on mic or off mic before we last had an interview that like um, 
in like kind of your practice have you thought about kind of doing like classes and stuff it's something that does come up yeah. for me. A mm -hmm. lot of people ask me, and, yeah. and, and as I say, my experience today with the school, even mm -hmm. the school have asked me to come and work with yeah. the children and, and things like that. Mm -hmm. I obviously emit a certain vibe of teaching. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, what vibe is that? <laughs> <laughs> Do as you're told. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I come across as very stern yeah. or a complete pushover, you know, maybe a mixture. Yeah. Um, and I suppose because I'm quite clear when I need to communicate, yeah. you know, and that, yeah. that, that has a certain uh, appeal. Um, I have done elements of teaching. It turns mm. out I'm not brilliant <laughs> at it, mainly because I don't think in a particularly structured way. And when I think about, you know, if, if people ask me in more detail about my process, I think, hmm. Well, really, I do understand it instinctively. Yeah. And I, on an intellectual level, I, I can articulate. But when I actually think, well, this is the stages that I would go through, I find that quite challenging. Yeah. Um, and I can't escape that there's maybe a little bit of magic in the middle, in the blurry yeah. bit, that I'm yeah. not quite sure of how, sort of how that comes together. Mm -hmm. So it is something... I would love to find a way to impart a lot of my, I suppose, enthusiasm for creativity mm -hmm. and what... It, sort of my general philosophy, but how to, I wouldn't teach directly a method, yeah. shall we say, yeah. you know, I suspect probably where some of my, my as yet undeveloped skill would come in would be getting people to think in a creative sense, mm -hmm. you know, breaking down the, the mental blocks and the, yeah. the barriers yeah. around that, because I do think that it's interesting when you go, I do help out at the school, mm -hmm. so when I go in, and the kids are drawing away, and they go, oh, it's rubbish, I can't do it. And it's <laughs> sort of screw up. Yeah. yeah, and and I get really f frustrated on their behalf yeah. from the point of view. It's like, well, it's a skill. Yeah. Okay, so you're not going to be, I don't know why people think this with drawing or music mm. or something like this, that yeah. they can they can instantly do it. It yeah. takes years. Yeah. You know, I've been yeah. painting for know, 25 years mm. or so, you know, and I'm still not... At, at perfection if you mm -hmm. like it, it, it so it's a process it takes time mm -hmm. and I think one of the services we do to children particularly is we 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 let them believe that they should be able to do it yeah, well straight yeah, away yeah, you know yeah. you, you don't do that with football yeah. or you know whatever mm -hmm. so um I think it's it's that and that's when when I do go in and speak to the and it's primary schools that I mean yeah when I do speak to the kids there, that's what I'm saying to them. I'm saying, well, you know, last year, could you have read this book? No. Right, well, come on then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's a, it's progress, yeah. a process. Um, but realistically, yeah, possibly. Possibly I should just stick with eight-year-olds. Maybe that's, maybe that's, <laughs> that's my... That's you know. a key demographic, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. They don't question me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Adults are a bit more... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I think, like, um, yeah. you know, um, it's always kind of like, I always kind of think, like, you know, learning should be fun. I don't know. I think we kind of touched on this previously when we last kind of spoke about, you know, your kind of, like, early kind of stage of educational mm -hmm. experiences and stuff. But I always kind of felt like learning should be fun. And, but also there's that pressure from the teachers who are teaching the young people. Like, you know, you've go, got these curriculums and stuff. And yeah. these yeah. targets you kind of have to meet. And it's kind of like, you know... I'm very kind of pleasantly surprised when I see a young person that actually enjoys school now. That sounds yes. really pessimistic of me to say, but I'm really kind I of... Would, I would like, agree. It's interesting. Like, both my children, yeah. despite 
Poppy, you know, who's mm. 15, obviously, she gives the talk of... Um, mm. But she is bouncing every day. She comes in yeah. and out with school. Largely because, obviously, she's about to sit her exams for mm. fourth year. But one of the ways we've sort of tried to de-stress that process, because the school do put a lot of stress on them, mm. things like, oh, it's going to be terribly serious, yeah. is encouraging her to pick subjects that really do it for her, keep mm. her motivated. Yeah, now, yeah. they might not be the most ideal array of subjects but that's fine education itself can come at any time yeah, but yeah. if you lose the enthusiasm if you're sickened mm. you know um then yeah, you know you put a block and you've already put those blocks and barriers up to actually want to progress or process yeah. like anything else and, and stuff, yeah. at the end of the day you know i do feel that with children education is secondary emotional health is mm. really really important yeah. particularly with you know the world that they're entering, my younger daughter, you know, she's 11 mm-hmm. and she's far more politicised than we would have been okay. at 11. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't have been able to name, well, might have just managed a prime minister, but yeah. I wouldn't have known who the president of America was. And, yeah. You know, she knows a lot. Now, yeah. we don't expose to a huge amount mm-hmm. of news, but we do talk about the world. And obviously it's discussed in schools. Mm. And, you know, don't mention Donald Trump to her because she just has a meltdown. <laughs> sort of, you know, I hate that man. He's yeah. really dreadful. And, all this sort of thing. and I'm like, okay, right, right, here we go. But, you know, it's, it's, it's good to hear an 11-year-old form opinion yeah, on yeah. one level. Mm. However, I think there's the protective element, mm. you know, and we can overexpose the children and things like that. Um, so that's where I think emotional well-being leads mm. to a more creative outlet as yeah. well or yeah. uh, out, what am I after result mm-hmm. I suppose um, and she they're both very creative in their own mm-hmm. ways and are finding their own creativity mm-hmm. which is really interesting because I don't want them to be mini me's yeah. you know art maybe wouldn't suit them yeah. you know um, and drama didn't particularly suit me mm-hmm. so but they're both drawn to performing arts and that sort of thing and it might not be practical education but it makes them feel good so yeah, every yeah. day they want to go to school mm. i encourage that and help field i think your job as a parent is to field some of the stress yeah you know so they'll come home and there'll be something stressing them about and there'll be pressure perhaps that the school's put on yeah. sometimes you, you hear it fed back where the teachers are obviously under stress and you hear the words come out of a kid and you think that that's not your yeah, words yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and it, i think you have to work quite hard to diffuse that yeah you know yeah. but you know my solution and it might not be the right one but it works for them mm-hmm. is to throw them into creative things so yeah. i'm like right okay come on you know go and draw go and make music go and do the cosplay makeup that yeah. Poppy didn't do, and you know, yeah. and that sort yeah. of thing, because it's a de-stressing process, if nothing. Oh else, yeah, definitely, you know. definitely, yeah. Um, yeah. And and it's keeping balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Balance is a big leitmotif of mine at the moment, maybe because oh, mine's okay. going. That's gonna come. Oh yeah. 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 And I was kind of messaging each other, messaging each other when um, your episode came out. But what was the kind of feedback in general about your oh, episode? Oh, yeah, it was stuff, interesting. Right? Um, again, I, you know, I, I mm. keep generally friends and work sort yeah. of in separate camps. Yeah. But I did share it with the thing, and, mm. and people were like, "Wow, I didn't know you le- led such an interesting life." Mm. So it turns out I'm more secretive with, or not secretive, but more private with yeah. my friends. So they were quite sort of surprised mm. and. Also, I don't think people had realised that it's sort of my whole 
you know, the creative thing is yeah. the whole, yeah. uh, as opposed this to just... This is not a hobby. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, and I would imagine most creatives come up against that. And, you, you know, mm. when you say, oh, I'm an artist, some people are like, oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. You know, so what's your real job? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? Mm. Or what's your other job? Or, you know, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So, um, but on the whole, very, very nice. And I yeah. certainly made some, you know, connections from sort of your... The people that you've been interviewing oh, and things like cool. that, and, yeah, and I get yeah. nice, nice comments and some nice mm-hmm. messages and oh, things cool. from people. And I do find the community that's sort of built round the creativity at Aberdeen at mm-hmm. this moment, particularly with with things like the street art mm-hmm. and and this this desire to lift judgment and say, great, you're producing something. Yeah. It doesn't matter whether you like it or agree with yeah. it or whatever, you're just, yeah, good yeah. for you, you're doing something. This is it, this is the key thing. Um, yeah. Somebody came by like the studio the other day and just kind of talking, I think I'm like, I have so much kind of respect for someone they're putting, they're putting their kind of vulnerability out there, they're expressing themselves in a different, every kind of different kind of like ways. And I'm never going to be there to be like, oh, my, not everything's going to appeal to me and be my cup of tea. Yeah, but sure. it's just like, actually, no, good on you. Yeah. Like, and I think that's what a kind of community kind of is about and stuff. Exactly. And, you know. Well, I like, you know, your podcast and there's yeah. a few other things I like. That, you know, there's lots of people following, mm-hmm. you know, food people. Yeah. And there's a guy I see out Tarvis Ways making, you know, chili sauces, which I thought, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Singularity sauce. Yes, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. And, and, and there's all sorts of, it's a wonderful, because we mm-hmm. are a relatively small community mm-hmm. and a small area, mm-hmm. it's quite nice to see that, you know, it doesn't matter which area you're in, people are going, oh, brilliant, you know, yeah. that's a fantastic thing. Yeah. And, and everybody gets excited about mm-hmm. new projects. And yeah. as you say, it's nothing to do with taste. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, it's just being supportive. And mm-hmm. I suppose, again, that comes back to the, the community theme. Yeah. That's what community is about, yeah. you know. Um, and there's a cohesion because everybody sets out to support everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's, I think it's beautiful. I think it's really really yeah, inspiring definitely and, yeah. and like you said the kind of earlier it's kind of like actually kind of maintaining that and hopefully it's not just like a fad you know and that yeah these kind of that people kind of even like the online kind of community that still kind of remains connected and supporting each other i think that's really kind of key to kind of maintain things and push things forward i think so yeah. i think so i think it's nice that we can you know you can go into you know melt on holborn mm-hmm. street you know, and also, you know, see their feed and be connected mm. if you're not using it every yeah, day and that yeah. sort of thing. So you still pe- feel part of their sphere, I suppose, yeah. you yeah. know, and I, I think that's good. I I, I hope that it, that grows. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely, you know? absolutely, yeah. Um, yeah. And it perhaps is a, a generational thing, you know, I look at what a lot of people sort of, you know, my age and younger... Mm are really pushing forward and saying, you know what, I'm fed up of working in the whatever, I'm yeah. going to follow my own thing, yeah, or yeah. do what you're doing and, and balance the two. And trying to. Yeah, <laughs> well, trying, trying. Yeah, trying to balance, <laughs> but... I you know, imply <laughs> success or otherwise. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I think that's it. There's room to explore yeah. and do everything. And I think if we allow ourselves as people to say, oh, well, um, I've done that job for five years. I fancy a change. That's yeah. okay. It doesn't yeah. have to be for life. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I do it in a sort of microcosm where, you know, I, I try out lots of styles and I take up a project and, you know, it'll last as long mm-hmm. as it lasts. And and that's the point. That's freedom. And that's creative freedom to be mm-hmm. able to flow. And there aren't any mistakes. It's not a failure. Yeah. It's yeah. just a growth. And, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that was fun. When it stops being fun, maybe that's the time to start saying you know 
why? Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and should that, I take a step yeah. back here or, or whatever? Yeah. Um, you know, so, so keep doing this. Keep, keep making it fun because the yeah. podcasts are brilliant and yeah. I see your feedback that you get as well. Yeah, it's, it's really, really cool. Really, yeah, really yeah. nice. Yeah, but know. no, thank you like, even for coming on again as well. Oh, I think it's pleasure. kind of like really kind of interesting and cool to kind of revisit some of like, the people that I kind of spoken to earlier in the yes. year and stuff. And I think yeah. I'm, I'm kind of keen to kind of do anyway, like, always kind of like I don't I always kind of think like you know it's good to kind of move forward and do something positive and also kind of revisit some of those kind of chats or people that you kind of connected with as well because yeah, hey how's it going <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So. and I, th- I think people develop their ideas because often mm. in this sort of conversation something will come up and you think oh, I never thought of it like that so yeah. you throw out something yeah. and then you know some later down the line you you expand on that mm. or have played with it for a while and so no actually that that doesn't fit anymore yeah. Or, yeah. or whatever and i think this is perhaps the power of something like the podcast mm. where you don't feel you're on show but you are broadcasting yeah you know if this was a video thing i would not be so comfortable or free with it you know <laughs> um and you get a lot of silly faces <laughs> yeah. um so you know, perhaps the the medium that you're using yeah. is is ideal for yeah. for for that sort of thing. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I think um, I think obviously like people who follow you already will know where where to find you. Yes. But just, you know, just in case if somebody's kind of just oh okay, like I'm listening to this episode and stuff. Like, where can people find you? On like social media, and you have a website as well, don't you? As well? um, yeah, which yeah. is sort of uh, <laughs> it's. Let's put it down to the apathy okay. <laughs> end of the scale yeah. at the moment. Um, still, Instagram is still the best place. Oh, okay. Either the Twist and the Dean or the Twist of Pixels okay. are, are, are the best places cool. at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and any changes on that will go up on there anyway. Yeah. So, um, and as I say, most people end up messaging. Which is quite interesting, cool. yeah. um, which I'm cool for as well. That's that's you know, that's a, a, a really good way mm. to communicate. For for me, as I say, it's obviously something that I I track everything. Even as as in my Etsy shop, people send me emails and say, <laughs> "Oh well, would you be interested?" So so my Etsy sh- shops have got you know basically no sales in them or yeah. very few, and yet it's all ticking away nicely. <laughs> Etsy must be thinking we're going to shut her down, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, that quote is not looking very good, is it? Like, yeah, you know, like, yeah exactly. So, yeah. You know, we want our fees, thank you. <laughs> it's great. I don't. I don't want to pay for <laughs> But no, so, thank thank you, Emma, for like you know coming on again and. Oh, well, I'm delighted. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for tea fantastic. as well. It's really yeah. nice as well. You're always welcome. But yeah, I think like you know, yeah, like you know, you're always welcome as well to come back on the podcast. So well, I'm definitely interested in where the kind of the foot the kind of yes, well, as well, yeah. So. Um, I'm gonna. I need to do a. a, a a sort of proof print of that and see yeah. how, how things are coming awesome. on and then we'll we'll see what we're going to do with it okay. <laughs> and great. see what else comes up but i'll nice. keep you up to date and um i'll be delighted to yet to, but i'll have to come and see the studio as well oh yeah definitely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah studio i can add in that room it's actually quite strange because actually i thought like you know coming back into the chats and stuff i'd be like at the anatomy was the first chat, but you know, due to yes, the changes, <laughs> I just come to people's houses now and rock up at their houses and just ask for tea and stuff. And so, like, you know, thank you, um, you know, for like hosting me. Well, your, likewise, um, absolutely, house, pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, yeah, so that was obviously a great new podcast. And yeah, thanks you guys for tuning in and your support. And we'll catch up with you guys soon. All right, yeah. take care for now. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I'm back again, another little ramble um, at the end of this episode. So yeah, so what did you guys think of my chat with Emma? Um, I really enjoyed it. 
I think it's always quite interesting to catch up with previous guests, even if it's not recorded, but I was really quite keen to sit down and catch up with Emma and see how things have kind of moved forward in terms of her creative practice. And she's also someone, you know, she's got a very positive outlook on life, you know, even with her um, Parkinson's diagnosis, you know, she's always kind of moving forward. She's not kind of, um, that, that diagnosis is not limiting her creative kind of journey or her process. So it's really kind of interesting to see her outlook and the way she kind of moves about, you know, with her work. So yeah, big up Emma and thank you Emma for coming on the podcast again. Um, I'm very much interested in catching up with previous guests because it's always kind of interesting to see, you know, you follow their online journeys and on social media, but it's also good to have a sit down and kind of see where their head's at just now coming towards the end of the year. Um, I think, yeah, moving forward, there are loads of interesting kind of chats lined up for the next coming weeks. I think one week, um, the week, um, the 10th of September, um, there's going to be quite a few chats, probably possibly around three to four chats I'll be having um, next week in the studio at the anatomy rooms. So it's really cool also to be at the anatomy rooms, you know, as well. I think I'm getting quite used to kind of being here because all this week I've kind of been in and out trying to get the room set up in a certain way and look in a certain way where I feel comfortable and where I can actually host people and, you know, record some interesting chats in the coming weeks and months. So I think, you know, um, there's a lot of kind of interesting, you know, things kind of happening in Aberdeen still, you know, and also equally interesting chats lined up as well. So I really kind of appreciate the support that people are sharing for the podcast with the like and shares. I know I kind of say that quite often, but it really does mean a lot to me because this kind of process is a very kind of solitary kind of process process so you do need a bit of that kind of boost in, in what you're doing so i really appreciate it guys and also thank you to the people that have donated um artwork for the studio wall um i'm gonna kind of do a process of kind of getting those up on the wall and kind of like just showing you the kind of journey and the stages of what the studio is kind of looking like as well so i really hope you guys kind of like that too um yeah so um, I think, yeah, that's probably more or less it for the little ramble just now. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and also kind of give it a like and a share and, and big up Emma along that like and share thing too. And I'll catch up with you guys in episode 32. So that's bye from now. <laughs>